Welcome to the radio program warning with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. This week, we're featuring a church service that Dr. Hansen spoke at in Kenya. It was recorded January 14, 2024, at Victor's Chapel International with Bishop William Wachira in Karatina, Kenya. Dr. Hansen speaks apostolically and prophetically in this service, declaring how the church in America, Kenya, and the Western world is literally falling to the whims, wishes, and the ideologies of the New World Order. And he marks how man is increasingly becoming as a beast, doing harm and atrocities to each other. Now, let's begin. I want to hear the word of God. And with us today, is a man of God. This man of God is from Seattle. He has ministered all over the world. And as looking at his profile, he has prophesied to so many presidents, met with so many presidents in this nation, preached in congregations of thousands. When I was in the United States last year, he and the wife Adalia hosted me for breakfast and dinner in their wonderful, beautiful farm. And he put me on his radio and TV and gave me an opportunity to minister to the entire world. Dr. Johnson Hansen, Dr. Johnson Hansen, we are so honored to have you here with your wife and your son Mike, and bringing also Michael, your other spiritual son. Thank you for honoring us with your presence. By the grace of God, God has given me an opportunity to minister with him in in conferences in Seattle. And we have more doors that are opening up this year. We are honored to be together with you. So Victor's Chapel, I'd like you to help me to bring the man of God. He is the president of World Missions International. And let's put our hands together and receive your attention to come and bring the Bible to us. Praise the Lord. Want to see the way? Let's get Jesus a big hand clap.
one. Over Kenya, to Kenya, over America, to America, over Israel, to Israel, over every communist country, over every Islamic country. Jesus is Lord. Yes, we want. And every knee will bow. And tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Can you say amen? Give Jesus a big hand clap. You may be seated. It's my privilege to be here today. With your bishop, I respect and honor him. I do television and radio, it goes around the world. Mostly, mostly I move as an apostle and prophet. And in a minute, we're going to show you just a short orientation. I speak yearly at the World Holy Spirit Conference. The World Holy Spirit Conference. In Seoul, Korea. South Korea. South Korea. And I help to pick out the speakers. I help to pick out the speakers. So I was just with the president of the World Holy Spirit Conference. He brought me to Hawaii to speak to churches. And we discussed again the World Holy Spirit Conference for 2024. So as I was sitting in that chair, I thought from the Lord that I'm going to tell Dr. Cho Kim about your bishop. About your bishop. And get him to be one of the speakers at the World Holy Spirit Conference. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Because we need the Holy Spirit. Can you say we need the Holy Spirit? We need the Holy Spirit. God is shaking the nations. And it's through the Holy Spirit. God is moving the nations. And it's through the Holy Spirit. Some people are rejecting the Holy Spirit. But without the Holy Spirit. We will not heal the nations. We need God in a powerful way. I'm also the president of Eagle Saving Nations. Eagle Saving Nations. Geared on the Holy Spirit. To get us in the stadiums all over the world. And let Pentecost come down again. Let Pentecost come down again. Can you say amen? People are afraid. 
They're intimidated. They're compromising. But Jesus said, Before you try to represent me, you must be baptized by the Holy Ghost. If not, you'll compromise. You'll run. You'll hide. But with the Holy Spirit, you will speak fearlessly. The church has to be filled with the Holy Spirit again. If we're going to save the nations. Can you say amen? I heard your bishop. We spoke together at different conferences. For the last two years. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I fly into this nation, I spoke for Sitcom over 20 times. The redeemed over 20 times. Archbishop Arthur Kitonga. He would have liked me. Next Sunday, I'm with All Saints Cathedral. The Anglican Church. For the Archbishop. But I said today, I'm with your Bishop. Can you say Amen? Because I believe this is a pivotal move of God. God works through people. Men and women of God. And I believe that your bishop here in this location is pivotal. To shake Kenya. Amen. Amen. Make no mistake without the Holy Spirit. Nations are going to collapse. We've got to have men and women filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's just look at this orientation right now and then we'll preach. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen is the founder and president of World Ministries International, WMI, sounding the alarm. Dr. Jonathan Hansen ministers to leaders, political, religious, attorneys, businessmen, etc. Besides traveling the nations, he uses television and radio to reach every city in every nation. Dr. Hansen also uses social media to prepare the church and nations for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Dr. Hansen interviews on television in the United States Washington State Senator Val Stevens, Senator Joseph Zarelli, Councilman John Coster, and Washington State House of Representative Matt Shea at the WMI Television Studio. Reverend Dr. Daniel Nalaya, founder of the political party Rise Up Australia Party, is being interviewed by Dr. Hansen in the WMI Television Studio. Dr. Hansen in Israel's parliament, interviewing on television Knesset member David Rotem and Michael Oren, Israeli ambassador to the U.S., as well as interviewing in Jerusalem on television executive director of the World Jewish Congress, Shai Hermish. Josh Reinstein, the director of Israel's Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, is interviewed by Dr. Hansen in WMI's radio studio. Here, Dr. Hansen is in the Knesset in Jerusalem, Israel, and interviewing on television MK Rabbi Yehuda Glick. He also interviewed for television Knesset member M.K. Robert Ilatov at the 2017 Night to Honor the Friends of Israel Banquet. Founder of International Coalition of Apostolic Leaders, convener John Kelly, is being interviewed by Dr. Hansen on television and radio at the WMI Studios. 
Dr. Hansen is a guest on TBN and interviews Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell in the CBN 700 Club studio in Jerusalem, Israel. Dr. Hansen also interviewed attorney Mark Zell, Republican Overseas Israel co-chairman in Jerusalem, Israel, on TV. Attorney Stephen Pigeon, 2012 candidate for Washington State Attorney General on radio, and Reverend Dr. Joseph Featon, senior pastor of Cedar Park Church, Assembly of God, and economist businessman Arch Bonema on television. Dr. Hansen meets separately with the Liberian President Moses Zabelaw, Vice President Wesley Johnson, and with the President of Parliament, the Honorable George Dway. Dr. Hansen with the Burundi President, and another day with the Vice President counseling, praying, and giving direction. Dr. Hansen meeting with the Prime Minister and the Governor General of Jamaica, the Presidents of Haiti, Uganda, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and the President of Parliament, Rwanda. Dr. Hansen meets with the Secretary General of the Global Parliament for the United Nations, Burundi Ambassador for the UN, Governor and Parliamentarian for the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and Zimbabwe's Ambassador. Here, Dr. Hansen is meeting with the Member of Parliament in Sweden, the Premier, President of the Cayman Islands, Honorary Consul of the New Zealand Consulate, President of the Navajo Nation, Prime Minister of Guyana, South America, and a Member of Parliament, Ghana, West Africa. Dr. Hansen in Cuba giving a word for Fidel Castro. Dr. Hansen ministers and performs a baby dedication in the home of the Philippine Ambassador. In Jerusalem, Israel, Dr. Hansen meets in the Knesset, Israel's Parliament, with the Chairman of the World Likud Party, Danny Danon. Dr. Hansen meeting with the Vice President of Kenya, Stephen Kalonzo Musioka. This photo appeared in all Kenya's newspapers as Dr. Hansen was at Kenya's National Day of Prayer over his prophetic word for Kenya given to President Moy in 1992. In 2008, he is meeting with Kenya's President, Vice President, Prime Minister, and a U.S. Congressman. Dr. Hansen speaking in a Kenya venue that holds 200,000 on Kenya national television with the Vice President and thousands of dignitaries in attendance. Here he is, ministering in the United Arab Emirates and Muscat Oman. Dr. Hansen speaking to thousands in Singapore, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Japan, India, Sri Lanka, Uganda, Kenya, Rwanda, Burundi, Poland, Sweden, Romania, Cuba, Jamaica, Central and South America, etc. Dr. Hansen speaks in conferences throughout the world. WMI School of Theology educates and prepares leaders throughout the world. Here are WMI campuses and graduates in America and Africa. WMI supplies food to the widows and orphans as well as meeting other needs. WMI provides a horse for a family farm and a refrigerator is given to a Romanian hospital, a warehouse filled with supplies for the poor. Here, Dr. Hansen leads a team to supply food for war victims and he visits with people in displacement camps. While in Liberia, Dr. Hansen and team visit displacement camps supplying the children with candies. WMI established dental clinics in the Dominican Republic, El Salvador, two in Jamaica, and ten clinics in Kenya to help the poor. Dr. Hiodo, WMI's benevolence director in Russia, with the dental team. Dr. Hansen in Romania, where WMI supplied a dental clinic for Hand of Help Orphanage. Also, the City of Refuge Orphanage in Jamaica is visited, where the team pass out toys and other supplies. Dr. Hansen visits orphans in Ghana, West Africa, as well as in the nations of Kenya and Burundi in East Africa. WMI has built schools in the slums, including this school in Kenya. WMI educates and feeds 1,200 children in two slums in Nairobi, Kenya. In this African slum where people die from polluted water filled with urine and feces, WMI drilled a water well to supply clean water for the people. Visit our website, www.worldministries.org. Contact us via email, warning at worldministries.org. You can send a check to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292, 360-629-5248. Shalom, and may the Lord richly bless you. 
When you came in, if you did not get one of these, please get one when you go out. We brought enough for every adult. You can keep it in your Bible and remember us in prayer. Also click on our website, worldministries.org. Click on watch TV, listen radio. You'll you will even see your bishop there when I had him in our studios this program we're going to put a link on and it will be on our television program that goes around the world you can see that I meet with the leaders of nations many more than we just showed because God speaks the same as he did yesterday in one nation again I gave the word I flew in flew in met with the parliament and then God started to speak through a word of knowledge exposing sins of the parliament I looked at a member of parliament sir you shot a man in the face you killed him sir you shot a man in the face you killed him sir you took a knife you killed a man God is alive can you say amen God is alive he still speaks today he still sends you to leaders of nations. Rwanda. Rwanda. They slaughtered 1.3 million people in three to six months. I flew into Rwanda. I had to fast. 42 days. To have the courage to go in. When you fast, ukifunga, it deals with your pride. If you have too much pride, you can't speak the truth. You want to protect yourself. As you fast and pray, ukifunga na kwamba, God deals with your pride. Instead of eating for self-preservation, He removes that flesh. And then you can speak powerfully. You can go into nations that would kill you. No one was flying into Rwanda. If you were having money, you were getting out. I met in the parliament. Sir, the majority of your parliamentarians are fools. That's a strong word to give. In a nation that has just slaughtered 1.3 million people. I gave the definition of a fool. One that rejects the word of God. You reject the power of God. You reject the wisdom of God. You reject the laws of God. And under your own vanity. You make your own laws. You make your own decisions. You've slaughtered. 
1.3 million of your own people and God calls this government a fool and unless you repent from your president down your nation is damned there will be coup after coup vengeance after vengeance blood after blood you have killed one eighth of your population there is no hope without a new beginning without a genesis I left and went to speak in their stadium for thousands of people. Members of parliament didn't really like that message. But there was slaughter in Rwanda. There was slaughter in Rwanda. I got a call in America from the president of parliament I said Reverend Hanson do you remember me? I said yes sir what can I do for you? the parliament discussed your warning we've agreed to give seven days national repentance hallelujah hallelujah Seven days to repent in the national stadium. They repented for seven days. The fighting stopped. And there has been peace ever since. Can you say amen? Only the Holy Spirit can heal nations. That's why I lead Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to get into the stadiums. And let the Holy Spirit once again flow through the church. Many church members today are cowards. Many bishops are cowards. They just speak to get money. They're afraid to speak the church lest they drive their giving units out of the church. True prophets in the Bible were not just for greed and gluttony. They weren't for greed and gluttony. They dealt with sin and righteousness and repentance. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We've got to have men and women, fearless men and women of God. Filled with the Holy Spirit. That will go before Pharaoh. Let my people go. They're not afraid. But they're like Peter. They've been baptized. And now they speak fearlessly. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. If I wasn't here today, I would be in Israel right now. Israel. Israel. Jerusalem. Jerusalem. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. That's Jews and Christians working together. In the parliament. 
I had an invitation to go. I go every year. I was just there in May. But now the war broke out. They wanted me to come back. After I leave Kenya, I'll be going to Israel. To share the wisdom of God, what is God saying to Israel? Can you say amen? Say amen. Israel needs a word from God. Israel They don't need religion. They need a word from God. They need the true Messiah. We'll be going to help heal nations. Put shattered lives together. And give direction. Scripture and Daniel 4:16 Daniel 4:16 Says let his heart be changed from that of a man let him be given the heart of a beast and let him 7 years pass over him Mstari wa 16 inasema kwamba moyo wake ubadilike usiwe moyo kama moyo wa binadamu na apewe moyo wa mnyama nyakati saba zikapite juu yake mstari 16 wa kitabu cha Danieli asura ya 4 I wrote a book called The Science of Judgment Nimeandika kitabu kuhusu ishara za hukumu It explains the rise and fall of nations Inaeleza kuhusu kuinuka na kuporomoka kwa mataifa It explains how men can turn into a beast Inaeleza kuhusu mwanadamu kugeuka kuwa mnyama When they continue to reject the spirit of God Wanapoendelea kumkataa roho wa Bwana Daniel 7:3 Four great beasts came out of the sea. Dear saint, Nebuchadnezzar lived like a wild animal. No longer with the heart of a man. We don't have time to go into the dreams. But they describe the four world empires. The Babylonian system. Has continued to leaders with minds of wild animals how they've led their nations. The Persians. Greeks, Romans, Europeans, with leaders like Hitler, Mussolini, Lenin, Stalin. How did they do such atrocities? How did Hitler kill 6 million Jews and 11 million Christians? How did they skin them alive and make leather purse and belts out of their skin? How could they do such atrocities? The Bible is clear that man is made in the image of God. But if man continues to reject God, then man is led more and more by evil spirits. And no longer has a human mind. This explains how Hamas can brutally control and kill their fellow Arabs. 
now called the Palestinians living in Gaza Strip it also explains the demonic beastly behavior beastly behavior toward over 1400 Jews October 7th that they savagely murdered in their homes in their beds it explains demonic behavior how they kidnapped over 250 held them hostages they raped women killed parents in front of their children killed children in front of their parents Hamas, Hamas beheaded babies cut babies right out of the mother's womb burned families alive in homes done other horrible atrocities with no human emotion their minds are reduced to a sheer animal with no conscience they toss grenades in the families in their homes, in their beds they mutilated the elderly they cut off their fingers, their toes their breast they cut out their eyes they torched people alive how can man do this the bible says man can turn into an animal we read the scriptures God changed Nebuchadnezzar's heart and mind into a beast Amos 7 8. Uh huh. Amos 7 Amos 7 8. Amos 7 The Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? Amos A plumb line. I replied, Then said the Lord. Look, I'm setting up a plumb line among my people Israel. I will spare them no longer. God is passing through these nations for the last time. He is warning them that there is extreme urgency to get their house in order. In other words, get right with God because trouble, destruction is coming. It is at the door. The new world order is trying to create a one world government. They're destroying the sovereignty of nations. They're wanting the economies to collapse. They're wanting to mark every man in the world, every woman. They're wanting to control your finances, no more cash. And if the church doesn't rise up and stop it, you will be a victim only the church righteousness can stop evil amen 
the first two world wars world war one world war two America was led by Judeo-Christian values. We came against evil. We won the wars. America now has become evil. The Biden administration is evil. Promoting every anti-Christ agenda and morality. Against families. Against Christians. Promoting homosexuality. Lesbianism. Lesbianism. Gay marriage. You can take a, a child out of the home in some states and do a sex operation to make them the other gender. America is becoming evil. America is going to be judged. The only thing that can stop this insanity for America to fall is that the church will rise up. Will rise up and let you, Jesus, rule again. Can you say amen? True men and women of God, true apostles and prophets, true bishops, must go for quick that have not compromised because the church for a great extent has compromised you got many bishops and pastors totally worthless causing the church to compromise with their greed and gluttony can you say amen say amen I've met with governments in some nations. They've told me point blank, we're not afraid of the church. The church is as corrupt as we are. Can you say, man? My first dream in 1985. I saw myself traveling the nation. Speaking to the masses. Speaking to the presidents and the prime ministers. Speaking to the parliaments. I saw apocalyptic events. I saw death lines. I saw the heart of God. And it was broken. I said, Lord, why is your heart broken? He said, because my church is in love with the world more than me. I said, why, Lord? And he said, because of the pastor behind the pulpit. Jesus said, when I return, will I find faith? Paul was so afraid that when he left, wolves would enter in. Twist the word of God and destroy the flock. The emergent church is now ordaining homosexuals. The mainline churches in America are in the Federal Council of Churches. That's a communist covering. They back abortion, homosexuality, lesbianism, every form of immorality. 
The church is sick. Kanisa limegonjeka. I was in an African nation. Nilikuwa African nation Africa dealing with one of the major denominations. Nikishirikia kwa moja dini moja kubwa. And I got up and said, Nikasimama na kusema this bishop was over all of the other bishops and pastors in his denomination. And I got up and said, Sir, you need to repent. You need to repent of idolatry, of adultery. You've had sex with two prostitutes in the capital. He stole $15,000 that was supposed to build a church. He ate it. Unless you repent right now in front of this whole congregation in front of your national leaders a spirit is coming upon you and you're going to kill yourself. He stood up, he pulled out two, three bottles of poison. Come again. He stood up and pulled out three bottles of poison. He said, if you did not come to this meeting, when it was over, I was going to drink the poison and kill myself because I can't stand the torments of the demons any longer. A major denomination. God is not happy with the corruption and the immorality in the church. Years ago in a large church two angels walked in. People saw them. They were writing everything I said. The spirit of God came upon that church. They fell six hours under the power of God. That night I said, God, why did you send your angels? He said, my angels are in every church. Whoever speaks behind the pulpit, two of my holy witnesses are writing down what they say. And on judgment day, my two holy witnesses will repeat everything that person said. They will either vindicate that man or woman or they will condemn that man or woman with their very words. I have said that to hundreds of thousands of pastors and bishops all over. Millions of apostles and bishops I've warned. If you don't speak the truth on judgment day, sir, God is going to judge you. Because of your arrogance and your pride, your manipulation of the word of God, 
to manipulate the bride of God. You won't speak the truth. Because of your vanity. Because of your vanity, you don't speak the truth. And yet your words will not bring salvation. My words, the words of God, God himself are sharper than a two-edged sword. And when you think you can, out of your vanity, change my words to make it more palatable. Bishop, I will judge you. Let's just talk for a moment on the real Palestinians. Go to Mir. She was an Israeli politician. She was one of the founders of Israel. She was a foreign minister. And the fourth prime minister. This is what she said. When were Palestinians born? What was all this area before the First World War? When Britain got the mandate over Palestine. What was Palestine then? Palestine then was the area between the Mediterranean and the Iraqi border. The eastern west bank was Palestine. The eastern west bank was Palestine. East west bank Palestine. She said, now this is an Israeli prime minister. I am a Palestinian. From 1921 to 1948, I carried a Palestinian passport. There was no such thing in this area as Jews, Arabs, and Palestinians. There was only Jews and Arabs. No other race called Palestinian. I'm going, I'm explaining it so you can see the lies that the world is being told. Truth takes away deception. If we don't know the truth, we fall under deceivableness and believe a lie. The Jews have been in Jerusalem 1200 BC. 1200 BC, the Jews have been in Jerusalem. Islam was created in 610 AD, 1800 years later. Jerusalem is a holy place to the Jews. Jerusalem is mentioned 667 times in the Old Testament. What? 139 times in the New Testament. 806 times in the Bible. In the Quran. Jerusalem is not mentioned once. Jerusalem Hamas. Hamas. 
The real plan of Hamas is to kill every Jew and every Christian on earth. Kina na mwelekeo wa Hamas ni kuwa wayodi wote na watu watu waimani ya kiro ya imani ya Kristo. That's in their charter. Iyo ni katika tamaduni yao. They've been offered a two-state solution five times and turned it down. Wamepatua solution ilo na serikali wakakata. Israel has not controlled the Gaza Strip since 2005. Hamas controls the Gaza Strip, this ha terrorist organization. Hamas Gaza And their plan is to kill every Jew and every Christian. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. If I had time I would go through the Bible and show you Hamas. Show you Gaza. The Gaza Strip. And what is happening right now? What is happening in Israel? is a precursor to what's going to happen in America. Joe Biden is committing treason. Joe Biden, the president committing treason. I didn't get that one clear. He has committed open borders, not protecting the sovereignty of America. Ten to fifteen million illegal aliens, including many terrorists, have flooded America. Chinese, Russians have flooded America. Cartels have flooded into America. Hamas terrorists have flooded into America. Blood is going to flow in America. If the church doesn't stop this insanity. If Trump gets elected this year, he'll help prevent the fall of the republic for a little while. He's for the constitution and bill of rights that was created for Christians. But he will not stop the judgment permanently. Because four sins bring judgment on a nation. Idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and backing the land of Israel. The meeting is being arranged. She's already had two letters for me to meet with him. A meeting is being arranged for me to meet with Trump. I hope he does become president. He will stop a lot of this immorality. He will close the borders from enemies rushing in to destroy America. But he must change his mind on homosexuality. That's what I'm going to tell him. Mr. President, unless you repent of homosexuality, recognizing it, 
na ushoga inaitwa ushoga This nation is going to come under judgment anyway. You'll only delay the toppling of the republic. And I'm for Trump. Na Trump But I'm for Jesus Christ the most. I'm for Jesus Christ the most. Are you following me? If you're an apostle, bishop, a prophet, whatever you are, and you don't speak the truth if God puts you in front of leaders. God help you. God help you. I represent, I'm ambassador of Jesus Christ. That's how I meet with leaders. Because God knows I will speak his words. Either we speak his words. Or we have two holy witnesses watching our compromise. And when the spirit leaves our body. When the spirit leaves our body. We will be judged. Are you together? Can you say amen? Righteousness is supposed to rule the nation. In every nation, they're trying to topple the government. They're trying to bribe the leaders. They'll cut off your aid if you don't cooperate. There's some nations that will resist this new world order, the Bible says. In every nation, I'm exhorting the church to rise up. Let's get into the stadiums. Let Pentecost come down. Let the church save their nation. Can you say amen? If we're going to save Kenya, we've got to have righteous men and women of God. Filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what I've, I've met and given words to every president you've had. Except Jomo Kenyatta. Except Jomo Kenyatta. Except Jomo Kenyatta. Moi, Uhuru, Kibaki, Tosha. I prophesied over President Ruto before he was a president. God wants the church to rise up and save their nation. God wants the church to rise up and save their nation. Can you say amen? Only the church can save the nation. In the United Nations. This is the mentality of the new world order. They say if you believe in only one God in Jesus. You're not authentically human. And is it wrong to kill someone who is not authentically human? That is the mentality. The new world order. The one world government prophesied in the book of Revelation also in Daniel is going to come against the church of Jesus Christ. 
All over the world Christians have been slaughtered by the millions. If this nation is going to be a sheep nation the church is going to lead it. Or else you'll be led by men with animal minds like in Rwanda that slaughtered. Let me tell you something. We don't have to be afraid. Nobody can touch us unless God allows it. I've gone through the jungles of Rwanda and Burundi. Where they were slaughtering people. I've had angels appear. I had one man rise up to kill me. An angel of the Lord stopped him. Another man threatened. I said, sir, if you don't repent, the spirit of God is going to come upon you. The breath can be removed right out of your mouth. And this man fell over dead. In Burundi, in the jungles, I had to take a public bus because there was fighting and the airports were shut down. In the middle of the jungles they had made a trap to kill everybody on board they cut down the trees everybody was screaming three hours later there was no attack that's because I had a meeting with the parliament I had a meeting with the parliament I had a meeting with the president of Burundi God was not going to have me die right there. I could tell you stories of angels surrounding. People can't get close because they see angels. Nobody can touch you unless God allows it. Can you say amen? No weapon formed against you will prosper. I am not afraid. But I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I do fear God more than man. I can tell you stories of miracles. People coming back from the dead. Every type of miracle you can think of. God can do anything. He can heal anything. He can raise you from the dead. I can tell you those miracles. What people saw in heaven. How they did not want to come back from the dead. One person complained to me. Why did you pray? I did not want to come back. I was in heaven. That person became a missionary. Let many two people do the Lord. Next time that person died. We did not pray. We did not pray. Because they complained for two years why we prayed to bring him back from the dead. This time we left him with Jesus. Can you say amen? Why am I saying that? If your loved one has gone on, be happy for them. They don't want to come back to you. They are so happy. In heaven, you're in your prime. I could tell you stories of people dying a hundred years old, but in heaven, they're in their prime. When people saw them in their prime, running around, singing, dancing. 
Jesus is coming. Yesu anarudi. He's shaking his church. Anatingiza kanisa lake. If we're going to save Kenya, kama tuwataokoa Kenya, it's going to be the church. Kama itakuwa na kanisa. Can you say amen? Sema amen. Let me tell you, we are in the people saving business. Niwaambie tukatika shughuli za kuokoa nafsi za watu. We are in the joy business. Tuko katika nafasi ama wajibu wa kuokoa nafsi za watu, dhamio ya watu. We give the truth. Tulipeana ukweli. We give the power of hope. Tulipeana nguvu za tumaini. We create joy. Tunaumba furaha. For results of the power of hope. Na nguvu za tumaini. Hope has the power to to provide a tenacity for life. Tumaini iko na uwezo wa kubadilisha mambo katika maisha. Hope is the power to renew wayward vision. Nguvu inatumaini iko na nguvu ya kuweza kugeuza njia zilizopotoka. Hope has the power to strengthen the tired and the weary. Tumaini iko na nguvu za kugeuza mapito yaliyotakaa. Hope has the power to restore a broken heart. Nguvu tumaini iko na nguvu ya kuokoa mioyo iliyovunjika. We have to be hungry for hope. Itabidi tuwe na kiyo. Desperate for hope. Tumekaukiana tuna kiu ya tumaini. Hope is knowing that God will give us the victory. Tumaini kujua kwamba Mungu atatupa Hope is the anticipation that God's loving kindness and grace will determine our outcome in life. Tumaini kushautia kwamba furaha na upendo na neema ya Bwana itakuwa jua maisha yetu. Hope is the sure foundation. Tumaini ni msingi uliomwafaka. That sons and daughters. Ya kwamba wana na binti. Are more than conquerors. Wazaidi ya washindi. Hope is the sweet knowing that nothing, absolutely nothing is able to separate you and I from God. Tumaini kujua kwamba kwamba hamna hamna kabisa hamna kamilifu na utotenga na upendo wa Bwana Yesu. Leaders we must give our people hope. Lazima tuwache watu watumaini. Broken people need hope. Watu walivunjika watumaini. Rejected people need hope. Watu lokatelo itajitumaini. Disappointed people need hope. Walio fadhaika itajitumaini. Stressed and depressed people need hope. Walio kamizo itajitumaini. Grieving people need hope. Watu walavyo itajitumaini. We will give people hope. Tunahitaji kuwapa watu tumaini. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? We will give people hope. You will not live. You will live. You will not die. You will not die. You will live. Because God has spoken. God has spoken. This is a year of abundance. God has spoken. Know who you are in Christ Jesus. And we will give hope to this community. And the bishop in this church will raise a community with hope. Spreading through Kenya. Because only a church with hope. Understanding righteousness can bring this nation back to God. Can influence the leaders to come under God. Don't bow to the new world order. Come under God. God will provide for you. God is a God of hope. Come on, give the Lord a big hand clap. We thank you for tuning in to the radio program Warning with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. As you have heard in this message, Israel has suffered severe loss, and Dr. Hansen has personally been affected by this as he has friends that have lost loved ones and family in Israel in October of 2023. He seeks to return there, bring aid, encouragement, and counsel to the nation. Please share your support with Dr. Hansen. 360-629-5248 360-629-5248 or visit worldministries.org and click on the donate button. If you use Zell, reference warning at worldministries.org. Thank you and may the Lord richly bless you. Shalom. Shalom.